This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Delighted to be joined by Connor Masterson uh, today here. Connor, thanks very much for, for joining me. I know you're a busy man with the championship starting at the weekend, but um, I suppose if we if we go back to your... You, you came so high profile, particularly in the Ireland, we go back to that big, big night. It's a night that goes down in probably Liverpool history, but it also goes back, I suppose, in, in recent Irish football history, that Liverpool tie with Man City, where you were on the bench on such such a wonderful occasion. And there was everybody, you grabbed the whole football and sporting occasion really here in Ireland and came to high profile. But I just want to kind of wind it back before, that's probably the pinnacle, but just wind it back. How does a young guy from Lucan end up at, at Liverpool or end up across across the pond? You, I suppose you started at Lucan, was it? Yes, I started with Lucan United. And basically, I was actually playing up in Dundalk when I was 13 or 14. Played against Dundalk and, and a scout from Liverpool came to watch me. Cliff Ferguson, his name was. And basically, I played well. I actually played, I scored two goals and we won 3-1, I think. Yeah, I can remember the day and uh, after the game, Basically, they came up to me and spoke to me and was like, we'd love to have you over at Liverpool for a trial and, you know, show you around the place and see what you think and hopefully you do well. And I was like, yeah, of course. And basically, yeah, that's how it all started. That must be, must have been like you grew up being a, a Liverpool fan here in Ireland. Like there is so many Liverpool supporters here here in Ireland initially. That must have been a magical moment for you to get the, those those words must have been the stuff that you dreamed of for ages. Ah, uh, yeah, it was unbelievable. I have to say, like at thirteen, someone coming up to you and saying we want you to come over to Liverpool. Like, yeah, you are. It is dream stuff. Like, and I was really glad to come over. And it was just when I went over and I seen it, and you know, the training ground and stuff. It's just high quality. So yeah, it was just surreal, really. And it's funny from from speaking to some of your former coaches and people that like you would have touched and you were, you know. I think somebody put. I think I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, but someone described you as just this type of guy that was good at every sport, whether that be chess, Gaelic football, <laughs> football or whatever from, from a young age. And I know even listening to your to your dad, Kieran, as well, very, very proudly when he was asked, you know, when did Conor Connor start off? And he wasn't being boastful by any stage. He was, he was just very modest and it was like from a young age. Was, was there a moment where you knew that, you know, I think I have a big chance because obviously everybody wants to grow up and dreams of being a footballer. Um, was there a moment, or was it that light switch moment up at Dundalk before you got the scout? Before you got the scout news, or was there ever a moment before that where you you felt you know this is I'm on the right track here? Um, basically, well, I the, when when I was playing against Dundalk, that wasn't my first time. A club came up to me like I'd been to Man United and I'd been to Man City and Aston Villa, so it wasn't like obviously I was unbelievable to get Liverpool to come because I supported them but like I was sort of like it was I was on the road to all these sort of trials so and I was doing well but the moment probably was we were probably it's probably like going back to DDSL times you know Kennedy Cup that's when it really really hit the you know really started to happen just before the Kennedy Cup yeah everybody found out I was signing for Liverpool and it was just it was unbelievable yeah yeah, that Kennedy Cup has become a kind of a breathing ground, really, hasn't it? If you know, it's it's an under fourteen competition here in Ireland, and it's you know it's it's been very very pro- prosperous in terms of getting pe- uh, players moves overseas and yeah. getting getting a lot of high profile, and uh, and then of course the Dublin District um, Schoolboy League as well was another. That's become like that was your avenue across to to to, to Irish football. I suppose yeah. it's a big talking point, really, because. 
the football industry, as you know, is, is completely cutthroat and there's so many mm. different avenues you can take to get to the final destination. Mm. Um, whether that's, you know, some people are, you were one of those that got picked up and you went over quite early in your career to Liverpool. Other people might argue it's better to stay in the Irish League a little bit longer and, 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 and then go over whatever. Have you, from someone that's been there and done that, what, what's your kind of views on that whole kind of big discussion? Um, well, if I'm honest, at the time, you know, I'm doing really well. I'm playing well. I go over to do the trials. I do well. These clubs really want you. Like, it's you can't really turn it down, if I'm honest. Like, I can see people want to get their education now and they want to then go, you know, play League of Ireland, then go over. So you have, like, a bit of a backup. But at the time, I felt I was, you know... The, my league, the DDSL league, we had a lot of good players and I felt I was one of the top players at the time. So I just believed in myself. My family believed in it. The offer we got from Liverpool was good. So we just said, yeah, let's do this. This is this is stuff of dreams. Why would you just like turn it down? Do you know what I mean? And I can understand why people are, you know, debating about going that early. But like the stuff I learned, you know, the responsibilities the growing up I did at like such a young age, it can only stand you in good stead as you come get older and like big like in later years in your football. So for me, definitely the decision I did and my family me and my family made was the right one, I think. And obviously if I didn't had hadn't got injured, I would have went on the pre season tour with Liverpool to America and it would have been unbelievable. But like that's football sometimes. So yeah, you learn to deal with them downs because the ups I've had and the experiences I've had have been unbelievable. So no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change the path I've took. To be honest, was it was it difficult doing that moving away from from your home to? I know it's relatively um, short di- distance, but it, it's still a bit of a distance. It's it's a different routine. I guess it's it's helping the fact that you know you're in such a you're you're in the place that you've always wanted to dream of of being. But I'd imagine it was still difficult at the start initially. Was it? Oh yeah, of course. The first time I went, well. When I went, I started going over when I was 13, 14, but my mom came over with me. So I'd go for a, like three or four days every two weeks because I still want, I wanted to get my junior cert basically. I just wanted to get my junior cert as well. And then at 15, when I done my junior cert, that's when I went over full time. So the, when I was 13, 14, I was coming up, I was going over and back to Liverpool every two weeks. So it, was, it wasn't too bad. And I had my mom, I'd do a few training sessions, play a match. Then I'd come home on the weekend and I'd have two weeks. So that was ideal. But when you like move over full time, so when I went to move over full time, I was sort of used to the regime, used to like the schedule. So it didn't really dawn on me. So what I'm trying to say is the way I did it helped me. But I can understand if you go over at 16, just literally thrown in, thrown in the deep end, it it is tough. Like, But thankfully, the way Liverpool did it with me and my family, and it was just my mom helping me taken out a lot of our time it's just it worked nicely for me but I can understand it is difficult even even still when I went over at 16 on my own you know the months passed and you're just like whoa you get a bit homesick and you're not used to it but I think you just you just get used to it you learn and once the football is going well like at my like when I was at Liverpool at 17 18 it was going well so I can understand 
it was just I was enjoying life if you get me absolutely and yeah. I, I read elsewhere as well you were able to the club had a very have a very good program in place you were able to continue your education as well so there was always yeah there was always a ground and it wasn't just a football education there was a life oh, no. edu- a life education as well which I guess is no, important I have to say Liverpool were great the way like they liaised with my school in Ireland got all my work and when I was even over in England I did work like they got me a tutor in Liverpool and I done the work from Ireland. So like I done my junior cert work in England with the lia- like the liaison <clears throat> tutor. So it was just perfect. It worked nicely. Liverpool were great, I have to say. And then I went on to do my like GCSEs as well. So it was really good. Absolutely. And I suppose I guess it, it kind of probably helped in a little extent that there was kind of a, there was a couple of Irish kids there as well. And I'm sure there was a an Irish corner of the dressing room you know you could see you were with, with Cuevin and Glenn as well and, and, and a few others as well that has to help yeah. as well oh, of course yeah Cueve obviously I play with <coughs> I play with like through all the Ireland ages and Glenn who's I lived with Glenn me and Cuevin lived together like we know each other and I had like when I first went over I had Alex O'Hanlon and Dan Cleary so like it was just nice to you know just see the Irish faces the Irish humour it was it helped settling in I have to say they they all say that the great Irish Liverpool the great Liverpool teams have have Irish involvement as well, but <laughs> so um, yeah. that was very much prominent there. So I suppose you know you you made your way very successfully through the underage teams. You know you were you ended up captain. You were you know from speaking to some of the people over there, very very highly regarded as this. I suppose you started off initially playing midfield, and then you became a a ball playing centre half in I suppose in very much the Liverpool style. The, yeah. the whole the whole system like you were very much at home so composed of rave reviews and I, and I guess the you know while you were on the the bench to the extra I know I know sometimes the lads um take the mick out of you a bit for for going on and on about the extra uh, bench appearance but it was the Man City Champions League tie that that to be involved in such a such a big occasion um like one literally one of the great Anfield nights and to be there as a part of it that must be even now must be a very special memory and an occasion for you at the time as a, as a young Irish kid oh yeah that was that was that was the stuff of dreams I have to say that is that night was you know you, you're not going to get much better than that to be honest just to be just to be sitting there behind Jorgen Klopp and like my family in the box and just waving down at me just thinking I'm just thinking hey, Jesus this is unbelievable do you know what I mean yeah so it was just brilliant, and the the atmosphere. I've I'll never forget the atmosphere on the bus going in. I've never seen fans, the crowd, just so fanatic about a team. It was just, it was like we were gods going in to play a match. It was just, it was unbelievable. Interesting. As a, as a footballer, like everybody talks about, you know the the great football atmospheres and you know Anfield on a, on a European night it's I know it's a cliche but it is it is up there but d- does does that atmosphere does that like instance that that parade greeting for both buses got a lot of attention good and bad but does it does it have a does it have an, an impact on you does it does it give you as a, as a player's going in that bus does that give you an extra bit of boost oh 100% like I if I was on the opposing team come to Anfield on a like in a European night, it's it's so difficult. I've learned like as you as you get older, you realise and you see just what the crowd does in that atmosphere. It's just like it just it's like a cauldron just ready to blow. If you get me in Anfield when when the team are doing well, and they can the fans sense something's gonna happen. It's just 
the opposition have no chance if I'm honest. I can just like when I I've been to like the Dortmunds four trees and the one recently and obviously the Man City one, like the, the atmosphere just the players just find an extra ten percent I feel like you're just sitting there thinking, Whoa, this is this is crazy stuff. <laughs> like because you can just sense it, you know what I mean? You can just feel the atmosphere just sucking it out of the other team and then giving life to Liverpool. Like it, it, it does make a big difference, I think. Yeah, because it's funny you see it doing the rounds every now and again, and understandably so. Because what else are they going to say in in the situation? But you see sometimes the opposition team will go, "Oh no, the atmosphere is going to affect us. We're used to these. Oh, no. We see yeah. this the whole time." And there's a long list of you know someone saw I saw a collage there, the greasy enough thinking might have been after the the Barcelona game. Oh, there was loads. Yeah. But it, it does, like, like from, from someone that's been there, like, we, like, uh, the fans will all tell you, the people at the game will, will all tell you, but it's interesting to see as a, as a player involved in, in the match day setup that it really has that deep of an impact. Is it something that the players would, would talk about? Yeah, of course. Like, everybody, like, all the players know once on a European, like, not in the European, like, but a big game, you've all, the fans are the 12th man. And that's what gets, players and the team through the game sometimes I have to say like the games I've been to it's just I've it's it's just not normal <laughs> do you know what I mean it's just not normal mate it's just seeing the way the fans just like push the team on and you can see the other team getting intimidating going back into you know what I mean it just it's unbelievable really <laughs> yeah and I, I remember at the time it was uh, it had a common bond and I said I touched on it there initially but it really did Coming up to that Man City game, the fact that you were involved, it give like Irish football. We all know has a little bit of dollars. We don't have as many. We didn't. There was a blip there where we didn't have as many players involved in top level football. And for you to be involved, it kind of. I was seeing Man City, or sorry, even well, not quite Man City, but Man United fans, Arsenal fans, everybody coming together, being so delighted that you know there was Irish involvement as well. Did that feel feel proud? All those kind of I suppose those good messages that you got and would have would have heard i'm sure your family would have heard them as well oh yeah it was, it's it's really nice i have to say it, it gives you a lot of confidence and it's just it's i'm proud to be irish at the end of the day so it's really nice coming from your own people it's just really nice and i have to say it was i'm very thankful for it how did how did it feel when when you found out that that you're going to be involved in, in, in that night to be honest i i knew there was a few injuries so Klopp Jurgen called me up to training but I didn't know I was going to be in the squad till the day of the game if you get me so he pulled me to one side like we were they in the mornings of a Champions League game we always train in the morning so we were training we were training and at the end of training he called me over and he says "Uh, how do you feel I was like what do you mean you're going to be in the squad for the big game of the Champions League against Man City and I was just like yeah I'm just thank. I just said thank you. I'm very grateful. I feel like I'm ready for the challenge. And he just he just was like yeah and started laughing. And he was just buzzing, buzzing for me and buzzing. <laughs> so it was just like yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, he had a quite funny comment at the time. Is I think yeah, I'm not <laughs> not sure if it's typical for someone from Ireland when you were said or I'm ready, man, or whatever. The paraphrase. I, I, think, I think yeah, that was Jurgen putting on a bit of an <laughs> emphasis, but still, it, it looked good. It looked good. <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and what a night to, to be involved and i i guess it's being involved like that's the that's literally everything you would have slaved away everything your parents your family all your coaches would have 
thrived about all those long nights, early mornings, etc., etc. That must give you an absolutely huge motivation then to to get more and to witness more and to get on the get on the field on, on occasions like that. Oh yeah, of course. That was that was the highlight of my life at the moment, to be honest. So to be involved and it was just unbelievable. And I do want to get more nights like that. And I think right now I need to play as many games as possible. And then I think I'll get back there. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. As we, as you said earlier, there was a couple of injuries around Liverpool defenders at the time, and I believe you you came quite close to, to starting the the derby there in Goodison, and then the the Brighton game at the end of the season. Was how close were you to to kind of making the next step there at that age of the season? It it felt oh. like from the outset that it was really really close. Uh, to be honest, yeah, it was really close, and it was just the way it to get injured at that time. It was just. Obviously, it was just mentally uh, draining, put it that way. It was tough because you were so, I was so close. Because against Bournemouth as well, we played Bournemouth, remember? I was yep. meant to be involved in that, but Clavan was fit to play, so he went on the bench. But, yeah, there was that game and then Bright. Yeah, it was... Obviously, I was that close to making it, yeah. I think even if I hadn't made my debut at the end of the season... Uh, the boss Jürgen spoke to me and said uh, I want you to come on pre-season tour with us to America so like I was already even if I hadn't played I was already still buzzing do you know what I mean because I was going to play in the pre-season and people were going to see me and I would have just like raised my profile even more so and to to be honest in the moment when I look back at it I got injured and I probably should have stopped but you're just so close you don't want to stop and it just it probably didn't help me, but what can you do? That's that's life at the end of the day. Any 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 regrets? I suppose you've touched on a little bit there with the injury. We all do little stuff like that. You're you're so desperate to get to get to get back on the on the pitch. Like you've 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 experienced a lot more than many many kids and many many adults. I'll put it as well. Can, can, <laughs> can, 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 can even dream about to be involved in occasions like that. Yeah. Um. When you when you look back on on your Liverpool careers, I I guess it's. It's right now because you you were you were so close, and I remember even people were uh, because you became you came even higher profile at a time, particularly in Ireland. Here, more and more people were, were talking to me about you and asking about me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, he's the real deal. Because you, Jurgen Klopp yeah. and, and and Liverpool played a system that got the best out of you. Yeah, uh, exactly. uh, um, and you 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 looked so, you looked so naturally. It, it was just a, a bummer, really, with the injuries because you would have you would have got. There's no point saying it, and I don't mean this in a, to 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 kind of make you feel bad or whatever. But you would have got some game time on the tour and whatever, and look, say la vie at the end of the day. But no, a hundred percent, no. Yeah. I would have played. I don't. I don't mean to sound big headed, but of I, course, no, you're not at all. I would. I would have played. I would have played. I would have been a part of it, and people would have seen like the type of player I am because you know, playing first team is totally different to playing like you know what I mean. Yeah, of course, at Liverpool especially. So. Yeah, I'm gutted. I was gutted at the time, but now I'm. I have to say, QPR. I'm really enjoying it, and I think this is the this is the best place for me at the moment because I'm gonna. I feel like I have a chance here, and once I start playing game times, hopefully, you know, maybe getting to the Ireland team and just, or if not, working with Stephen Kenny, who's a great coach and doing well in the uh, the Euros with the qualifiers. 
with the 21. So yeah, I am really enjoying it. And this is the best, this is the best place for me at the moment, I think. And I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it was like when, when the, the end of your Liverpool career came, it was so, so, so important for you to get, to get it right. And I, I genuinely feel like you have, you've made a, a great mm. decision because you've a, it's important that you're involved in a, in a team that plays plays football, gets the best out of your abilities, and it, it looks like hopefully time will prove us right. But you know, in your new manager Mark War- Bordenton, that you know he's a player that you know ha- has a very distinctive style of football. He's very passionate in his football style, and he's attractive style. Um, in in and it seems to thrive and bringing players through. And yeah, you you look at you know some of the players that he's brought in, like even Tarkowski. You know, uh, he brought brought him through at Brentford. You know, he's now one of the most established centre halves in, in the league, and and, yeah. and, st- and situations like that. And I think the the best. I think it was a quote. I think he was his, and he's unveiling as QPR managers. I love seeing players who enjoy their football. That really, I'd imagine, was a huge factor in your decision. Yeah. to to move to QPR. Yeah, it really was, Mark. I have to say the gaffer here is really good and the way he he's a mire of the way Liverpool play actually so it's perfect for me and the way he wants us to play is perfect he wants to play football he wants to play out from the back and he wants us to express ourselves and like you said play with a smile on our face so yeah this is the best place for me and I feel like he's got a, we've signed a few players now including myself and I think we could do well this season so yeah it's good Yes, absolutely. It's ironic things as well as he kind of references back a little bit before our time, but the the great QPR teams of the late seventies that you know the season they they ran Liverpool so close to the title and the excitement that was involved in the club as well. And if you could bring that, because I guess the championship is such a such a competitive, um, such a dogfight yeah. really of a league. You know, there's some brilliant football being played, but it it does turn into a slog with. I guess everybody's trying to get the holy grail of, of getting Premier League football. It's there's such an aura we're playing Premier League football, the the reputation yeah. that it gets worldwide and we've seen so many big teams think they're gonna come back straight away and have been struggled. We even saw Leeds last season, they looked hell built and of on getting back and then everything kind of just slipped away at the end. Are you looking forward to getting your teeth dug in? I know Championship starts away to Stoke for you guys. You must be getting really excited to get them stuck in. And as as you would put it, really get playing men's football where everything yeah. matters. And my God, everything really does matter in the Championship, doesn't it? Yeah, the league is relentless, I have to say. Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So you're, there's no real rest. You have to recover well. So it is a relentless league and you have to be ready for it. And, I, and you need a, a good squad to be able to get through it. So... I feel, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, and hopefully we can we can do well this season. It's 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 positive as well. You have that situation where the manager is is very, you know, he he's no qualms about about bringing people in and uh, no, he, like, youngst, youngsters in. It, what's your ambitions in for the season? Are you you hoping to play a lot of first team football, or where do you see the season going for you? Yeah, that that's basically. It. I just want to play as many games as I possibly can this season. And I don't mind, you know, what the manager feels, where, when, but like I'm ready when he wants me to play. So, yeah, that's my ambitions this season to play as many games as possible and to like expose myself to the championship and hopefully, you know, the premiership in the future years. Absolutely, because I think QPR really are the definition really of a sleeping joint. You know, we all remember 
the team that they had in the Premier League only a couple of seasons ago, which that Aguero yeah. moment was QPR. There was a lot of, I suppose, the club will say a lot of mistakes were were and the lessons were learned in terms of their spending and the structure that they put on the club. But being a London club yeah. as well, you know, you have it's such an opportunity really, and I, I guess that's the focus really for for your QPR this season. Is is what is that the ambition to to get prom- to get promotion or is it take one game at a, at a time? Um, what's your, what's your aim? No, aim? I feel that this squad he's brought in now, and I think the, the manager will even say it himself. We want to push as far as high as possible. So, and that's what he wants to do. He he doesn't want us to every every match we should be looking got to go out and win. Put it that way. So. That's what we're aiming for. Very good. And, you know, you've also touched on how proud proud you were to represent Ireland. And I guess after the initial, I suppose you'd call it disappointing news or whatever way you want to call it, when your Liverpool uh, career came to an end, I, I could tell even from just watching you just how much of a, a refreshing it was to be involved in Stephen Kenny and the Toulon tournament and the... Um, there in the summer as well, and I could you could really oh. see you playing football with a smile on your face again to coach to coach your new manager. How how good is Stephen uh, as oh. a man man as a man manager? Really, I have to say, since I've been working with Stephen, he's been brilliant for me. He's just he's been one of the best coaches I've worked with, and he's been great for me. He's helped me come on a lot, and he's let me express myself and express my talent. And I think, as you can probably see from the way the team is playing. We've got a lot of good players and Irish football. The future, I think, is really bright. I think we've got a lot of good players coming through at the moment, and hopefully, you know, we can do well at that senior level as well. So, I have to say, Stephen's been brilliant. Yeah. No bad words to say about Stephen. It's been brilliant so far. No, I won't. You, I know you won't possibly comment, but I, I, I will say, as as an Irish fan and someone that's covered Ireland for the last couple of years, particularly at senior level, it's been. It's been difficult to watch at times. The, the results really haven't gone well. The, the performances, the standard of... While, while everybody is, is really, really... You can see everyone's put a lot of effort in. Sometimes the style is just a little bit difficult to watch. To be in a manager like Stephen, who's who's so brave and, you know, a, a, a quote that I remember just was uh, read from Stephen. It was after the, the third, fourth place um, playoff there in the summer when you were on international duties the players you've nothing to fear they're equal to the best players in the world that 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 must give you huge confidence as well that again not only is he huge confidence in you guys but he's playing a style of football that you know is going to ultimately get the best out of you and many other Irish players as well yeah that's one thing I've learned about Stephen he, like going out to a game he sees he makes you feel like you're going to be like he said the best in the world and you, you honestly like we went out to Brazil and we were confident we were going to beat them and obviously, they were a top side. That was one of the best. That Brazil team, now I have to say, was one of the best teams I've played in my career so far. I've played a good Man City team, a good Chelsea team, but that that Brazil team now were up there with one of the best. But Stephen had us going out there like we were going to just walk all over them, which is you know it's so good for like young us young like young players coming through because he just gives you that confidence to just go out and show what you're worth and show how good you are. And believe in yourself, and I think that goes a long way, and helps us a lot. So, yeah, I think Stephen's a top manager. That that performance, I have to say, was was such a breath of fresh air uh, from from an Irish point of view. The fact that you were able to go toe to toe in playing football against them as well, it really, really gives big excitement for yeah. the future. And, and obviously, we know Mick McCarthy's in a, a short term 
uh, contract with the, the the senior team, and then Stephen is is going to take over the role. That must be give you again give more huge motivation to to go on and and to follow Stephen's path to the to the hopefully to the senior team as well. Yeah, of course. Obviously, that is the aim. That is the goal. That is the dream to play for the first team Ireland, Ireland team. So yeah, I'm just going to keep striving for it. And if it's with Stephen, that'll be a pleasure. I have to say. Absolutely. Um, and we we just to touch then on the on the Irish players. You know, we have. We, we, the, I suppose I used to call it the, the Irish click really <laughs> towards the end of your Liverpool career you, you had Glenn and you, you had Cuevin Glenn's gone back to play play with to play with Pats and Cuevin unfortunately had that just a bad time and I suppose similar to yourself uh, just bad time and before pre-season or pre-season yeah. tour, tour as well but Cuevin has got a lot of uh, rave reviews even from, from Jorgen Klopp himself an outstanding keeper he called him and yeah he's, as has impressed really everybody when he's been involved in the first team. Just how good? How good? With, I know, I know you're good mates, good mates with each other. And I saw that teammates video, brilliant video you did, where <laughs> you probably won't want to give him too much too much credit. But uh, how 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 good can 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 Quivin be? Uh Quiv is a great lad and a top professional, and even better person. So great player. So I think Quivin can play at the top, of course. I've seen him. I've trained with him, and he's one of the. He's he is probably one of the best. Yeah, he is probably the best goalkeeper I've trained with, besides obviously Allison. And but like Irish terms, yeah, he he is he's a bright future. He's a good contract at Liverpool, so yeah, things are bright for Cleveland. I think he can go right to the top. And obviously, you you've touched on it there with with Allison. You know, he ha- there's a player. That he can learn, like is probably the best player yeah. in the in the world at the moment. Who else to to learn from, day in day out? And just just to wind it back, just to, when while we're talking about having great players involved to be training with, as a as a youngster, how, how does it feel when the you know you're their agent to make the first team and you you see your opportunity and you touch on how you're so close? Um, how you know you've worked your way up through through the academy and you've you've slogged your way through and you've rightfully earned your your opportunity to, to get where you were. Is it how do you look at it when you see like a big money uh, signing? Love because Liverpool went out and spent a world record seventy five million on Virgil van Dijk. It must be difficult. I know. I know personally, if, if I was in that situation, I'd probably be a little bit short minded to go. Oh God, here's another obstacle in front of me. Or do you have to? Be from being around him on the training ground to realize there's so much I can learn from him. That must be difficult yeah. as, as a youngster trying to break through, is it? Yes, of course it is. But like you can only you can only see the positives. Like as you can see, Virgil Van Dijk is one of the best players in the world. So there's no disgrace, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you can learn so much from him. There's no disgrace saying, "Oh, I didn't get in because of him," because like he is a top player. And like me just training with him, even like Joel Matip, Joe Gomez, Dejan Lovren, all top players really. And you just learn so much. So you get better. And then, you know, you start pushing them and pushing them and they see you getting better. And that's how it works, if you get me. So you can only see the positives, I believe. If you're negative, put it this way, good things happen to people. who Positive things happen to people who are positive, if you get me. Absolutely. That's how I used to think and that's how I feel. That's just that's how I feel things work, and yeah. And I guess similar to what we've touched on there with Queeveen, with with Allison, watching watching Virgil train day in day out, and watching him. And I've seen you 
just you know talked before about even just watching the similar things how he defends high long balls etc etc it must is he is he is he good on the training ground that must give you kind of i suppose a lot of stuff that you would have learned there not only from virgil but from all the liverpool coaching staff is that you can take away and lessons that you can yes. hopefully bring to the qpr team yes exactly like i've learned so much at liverpool and the way they've brought they've teach me how to defend and it's like it's going to stand me in good stead at qpr and you learn so much from like like you said virgil van dyke and the way he does just little things like you people wouldn't notice on the pitch, but like, as you because you're training with him day in day out, you learn these things as well. When you see, ah, that's that's what he does. That's how he makes it look easy. Do you know what I mean? He's like, it, it's just it's all in the head, really. And and you pick that up as you start training with them, and you learn more because people won't realise what he actually does in a moment as the ball's kicked up long. Do you know what I mean? Like he's the way he's he's beats the man in the air and he makes it look easy because he's already a step ahead. He's already jumping earlier. He's already holding the man, waiting to jump. Do you know what I mean? It's just t- little things like that where I didn't, you don't know until you actually see it day in, day out on the training pitch and people, that's what makes players world class because as they say, practice makes perfect. So, Absolutely. Can, yeah. the, the Irish Virgil van Dijk is, is quite a, quite a round. No, no, no pressure. No, 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 no! Some of the lads, that, that's a good one. Virgil van Masterson, that's the one getting shouted around. <laughs> yes, in a, in a week where trademarks have been common, common knowledge or common high profile, that we can we can both trademark this one together. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll we'll tr- hopefully that that won't happen pretty soon because the QPR uh, kit man will probably have a heart attack if he's to try and spell that on the. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> I suppose quickly, quickly then to to look back on you know we've we've talked about the Irish involvement uh, at Liverpool. Of course, we can't go by as a Galway person. I can't go by without having the other Irish contingent at QPR. You know, Ryan Madden, a fine Galway man as well. And oh yeah, l- looking forward to 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 linking up with him on, on the left hand side of the pitch. Yeah, yeah, Ryan's a good lad, lovely fella, good top player as well. He's doing really well at QPR, and I can't wait to. Yeah, obviously I've trained with him a good bit now. I know what he's like, good left foot, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to working with him. And through the season, hopefully we do well at QPR this year. Well, fingers crossed we'll see another another two Irish players in the Premier League next season. And even coming back to Anfield, coming back to Anfield uh, in the Premier League, that must be, I suppose, is that a big motiva- motivation for you to, to get back yeah. and play, play at Anfield again? Of course it is. To get, I want to play in the Premier League and I want to play at the top level. I've always said it, the Champions League... And the Premier League is my goal, so that's what I'm going to aim for. Brilliant. Well, very, yeah. very best of luck in your career. Will the championship is back at the, at the at the weekend away to Stoke, and then the that slog fight as we'll as we'll call it continues. <laughs> we'll look very, very best of luck uh, uh, for the rest of the season, Connor. We'll be keeping keeping an eye very, very closely to you. Thank um, you, Jonathan. Appreciate no it. Thanks for no the call. Worries. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.